Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go on a Monday. 25-22, Kansas City wins another. Live in Los Angeles, it's the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us, a lot of choices out there, part of your day. We are stacked today. It is the Super Bowl show. And what a Super Bowl it was. Quiet early, riveting late. J-Mac... I got to tell you, we get very lucky a lot of times. Um, There was an era, about a 10-year run where the Super Bowls were all blowouts. We've been in a run here. We're getting wild game. Nick Foles against Brady, Mahomes against Purdy. We don't always have number one picks. We don't always have superstars. We have great stories, a great story yesterday with Purdy against Mahomes. Kind of exhausting by the end of it. I I don't know who's luckier, Colin, us or the Kansas City Chiefs. They fumbled five times. And the 49ers can't recover any of them. Just one recovery, just a phenomenal game. Very fortunate. It was. The difference between good and great at quarterback is you don't really have any answers for great, a Brady or a Mahomes. You just put in great effort and you hope. For good quarterbacks like Brock Purdy, you have an answer. It's called spags. It's called blitzing on big third downs. And it worked time and time again. As great as the 49ers defense was, and Bosa and Warner and Armstead brought it yesterday. They were dominant. They had no answer for Mahomes late. His final four drives, touchdown, field goal, field goal, touchdown. Ball game, champions again. And on third and fourth down, Mahomes, it's hard to describe. It's better than you could hope. Blitz him, he'll burn you. 
Man to man, he'll scramble. Zone, <laughs> try it. On the last two drives, every time Mahomes had the ball, he converted. In the fourth quarter in overtime. You ever notice with Mahomes, the first three quarters, it's all data feeding into his brain. And then in the fourth and overtime, he uses all that information to beat you. Time and time again. More pressure, more efficiency. More intensity, bigger plays. In overtime, he was 8 for 8 and 27 yards rushing. Mahomes had 69 of the 75 yards on the game-winning drive. And again, Fred Warner was unbelievable. Nick Bosa was dominant. Chase Young, Armstead, Sack, Steve Wilkes, I thought, by and large, dialed it up. I have never watched a Super Bowl and been sadder for a losing team. Yes, I had Kansas City, but Christian McCaffrey was great. I thought Shanahan was clever. Bosa was unblockable. Steve Wilkes, I was concerned. He delivered. San Francisco outplayed Kansas City for large chunks of this game. That's undeniable. But I said it two to three weeks ago. I've never seen anything like Mahomes, and I watched the NFL in the early 70s. Brains, composure, accuracy, athletic ability, coach ability. It's insane. Then you add to me the best offensive coach since Bill Walsh and maybe the best tight end. Everything else, you just figure out. What's really discouraging for the rest of the NFL, this was the year to beat them. The receiving core, whatever it is, was young and inconsistent. Travis Kelsey looked old. The offensive tackles weren't great. Oh, wait, my bad. Last year was the year you were going to beat Kansas City because they had all those rookies on defense. And yet Mahomes goes two for two with two Super Bowls. And for large chunks of the game, Jalen Hurts was brilliant and outplayed him. And Brock Purdy was composed and the Niners' defense was relentless. And with young rookies last year and tackles that were so-so running for his life, Mahomes did it again. He overcomes both and goes two for two. It really is remarkable. I grew up seeing Bradshaw, and then, then it was guys like Marino and Elway and Montana and Young and Brady and Manning, and it didn't look like this. He beats Buffalo in Buffalo. He beats Baltimore in Baltimore. He wins in minus 27 degrees at home. And he beat a San Francisco team that really played great football. And I go back to what I said at the very beginning. When you play greats, you have effort and hope. And you just hope maybe this time they're not as great. And Mahomes always is. Here's the game winner. First down and goal to go. Play action fake. Right side throw. Touchdown. Kansas City. McCall Hardman. McCall Hardman with the catch. Kansas City wins the game. 25-22. And the Chiefs kingdom has started its own history class. It's so exciting, man. I'm so proud of the team. So proud of the guys. And to battle to the very end. I mean, that's it. that was the microcosm of our season. I said it. Um, and everybody came together and we were able to get the win. Battling through the adversity that we battled through this year and 
um, guys staying with the process, keeping believing. Um, you just you never know how it's going to happen, and to be able to go play three three great teams to get to this game and play another great team and um, win all those games, uh, it was a true uh, road in the playoffs, and uh, we were able to come through and be Super Bowl champs. Mahomes, Reed, Kelsey, all you can do is hope, and that's not good enough. So let's talk Brock Purdy, who I have said, and I view it as a compliment for the kid, he's good. Special wins these games. Ask yourself yesterday, who was really great for San Francisco? Bosa, Christian McCaffrey, I thought Fred Warner. They were great. Brock Purdy was good. I know you want him to be a star, but again, he's a kid and the last guy picked. On third down, the Super Bowl winning down, he was 3-for-12. Against the Blitz, he was bad, a 77 passer rating, and completed less than 50%. He couldn't get the ball to Debo, or George Kittle, or Brandon Ayuk. He was able to get the ball to the person he handed it off to. He had a chance to win this game. It was third and five, 16 all. He makes that first down. They bleed the clock, and they're probably Super Bowl champions. Mahomes made that play over and over. Purdy had a shot, and it didn't work. They gave the ball to Mahomes with two timeouts and about a buck fifty left. It was over. Purdy deserves credit for being composed in the first half. I was impressed. But despite dominating the first half, the only touchdown pass thrown by San Francisco was by a wide receiver. Purdy is good, but good didn't beat Mahomes yesterday. Good was blown out by Lamar Jackson earlier this year. Good was blown out by Joe Burrow this year. Those, along with Josh Allen, are the best quarterbacks in football, and he's not beating them. Ask yourself this. San Francisco lost momentum in the third quarter. No Niner fan would deny that. Ask yourself, why? What happened? Because they stopped giving it to Christian McCaffrey, the soul of the team. He had two carries. And inexplicably, they let Brock Purdy run the offense 11 dropbacks. And suddenly, against the relentless Steve Spagnola blitzing defense, they gave Kansas City the momentum. Special wins Super Bowls. That's why Brady and Mahomes have trophy rooms. Let's be honest, if Mahomes had this skill group, Debo, Kittle, Ayuk have bigger afternoons, and it's probably a rout. Brock Purdy was good, but against Mahomes and Burrow and Lamar, that's not it. That's not getting the Lombardi. Good kid, could get better. I think we're close to the ceiling, but it was Mahomes late that kept converting time and time again without close to the level of skill people. Here's Brock after. It was just tough. I feel like first and second down was tough. Um, we'd always, I feel like it was like third and long. Um, I, I, I have to be better on first and second down, taking what, what they have given me. And um, I feel like they, you know, they were just sticky across the board when they played man coverage and stuff. So that was, that was another challenge. I felt in the first half you could have given the MVP to Nick Bosa. I thought he was that disruptive. Didn't even have a sack. He was that disruptive. They couldn't block him. I thought in the second half, Mahomes was clearly the MVP late. 
But the third quarter, the MVP was the Chiefs defensive coordinator, who we had said before the game is as good as anybody that's ever done it. Didn't get an interview for a head coaching job, may never get another one, but it felt like the game went in stages. Bosa dominant early, a coordinator dominant in the third, and then predictably Mahomes in the fourth in overtime takes over. And that's what Super Bowls look like for Kansas City. Collaborative. Hunt family, Brett Veach, Andy Reid, Mahomes, Kelsey, Chris Jones. Young players getting better. Draft and develop at the top level. I felt terrible for San Francisco. Not for Purdy. He's a kid. Probably gets back there. Certainly an easier route in the NFC than the AFC. But let's not pretend that Purdy was great on third down or could handle the blitz or was able to sprinkle the ball to his star players. He couldn't. He couldn't get it to Debo. Kittle disappeared. Ayuk, nothing. That was the difference. Good story. Good quarterback. Great wins this game. All right, J-Mac. Um, good news is they're not paying Brock for a lot of years, so they're going to retain most of these guys. So San Francisco's going nowhere. Little old, kind of expensive, going nowhere. It should be noted also, I think you saw this, Kansas City's a very young team. Young guys get generally hurt less and for a shorter time. San Francisco had multiple guys go down. Kittle's been hurt before. Debo's been hurt before. So San Francisco's not at a crossroads, but you can see San Francisco having to make a couple of decisions with older, expensive players. Yeah. But it wouldn't shock me, and I'm all for it, yeah. if these two ended up back in the game. It doesn't, to me, puncture the regular season's importance. These are great football operations. One team outplayed the other for big chunks, but Kansas City now makes a habit of being great late when it matters most. Certainly. Uh, I got to pace myself. We got three hours here. So, I mean, there's a million takeaways. I think one huge takeaway, Spagnolo was incredible on the biggest high leverage spots. Third and four late regulation. McDuffie coming in on the blitz. Purdy has no chance there. I mean, McDuffie untouched. And if you watch the blitz, he backpedals like he's in coverage yeah. and then shoots through like a cannon. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. And then Chris Jones, who's going to be a free agent and going to get paid by somebody. Wow. On that third down in overtime, basically dump, just tosses the guard aside and is just like in Purdy's grill. Purdy had a guy open in the end zone because the defender slipped. But he, he had no time. Chris Jones is in no, his grill. It reminded grill. Like, me very much of Aaron Donald against Joe Burrow. Yes. There were a series of high leverage plays and Donald is unblockable. Yeah. That's the tough decision for Kansas City. Chris Jones is so good. And he's so good, to your point, in the biggest moments. And he's expensive, and there's Mahomes and Kelsey. Yeah. So San Francisco will retain, because of Purdy's lack of salary, virtually everybody. It may move off Kittle, we'll see. We got to talk. This, this whole, like, I know linebackers, they got the best linebackers in the league. You know, Greenlaw goes out. Okay. I, I would rather have a Sneed and a McDuffie than a Warner Greenlaw. I'm no. sorry, I would rather have great quarterback, because... You, you, you took a couple shots at Debo. I think he had two drops, but he's not getting open against those guys. No, I mean, Neither was Ayuk. McDuffie. You know what? I'd rather have great corners than great linebackers. Absolutely, and I think most GMs agree. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. 
That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, Don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Here we go. We do it every Monday at this time, especially after the Super Bowl. Colin right and Colin was wrong. Here we go. Where Colin was right. I had Kansas City winning by a field goal, 24-21. I thought the under was in play and it barely landed, but it was 25-22 Kansas City. I said, I think high-end talent, biggest names is San Francisco. But I did feel that Kansas City's defense was underrated and would force Brock Purdy into some kind of mistake. He didn't make big mistakes. He just didn't pull the trigger on third down more consistently. And I can no longer bet against Mahomes and Andy Reid like I did against the Ravens. They just figure out ways to make the biggest plays late, even when they're often outplayed in the first half. I'm not betting against them as long as Mahomes is in his prime and Andy Reid's coaching him where Colin was wrong. I was critical of the 49ers defensive line and defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. I thought they were great. Bosa was relentless. Armstead had a sack. So did Chase Young. I thought they dominated the entire first half. It It is hard for a defensive line to be on the field for 60, 70, 75 plays and remain that vigilant. But I thought going into this game, I don't know if I like this defensive line 
I thought they had an excellent performance. Where Colin was right? I said all year, the MVP's not Brock Purdy, it's Christian McCaffrey. He is the engine to this Bentley. And was he or was he not yesterday? 160 total yards, led them in rushing, led them in receiving. I like Purdy, but the bottom line, the third quarter, the Niners lost momentum. Why? Because McCaffrey only had two touches. He, not the quarterback, not Bosa, not Debo, Christian McCaffrey is as good a running back as I've seen since Barry Sanders and the late Walter Payton. He's a track star with moves, speed, agility, toughness. There's nothing like him in the sport right now. Where Colin was wrong. My Legereus Sneed's going to be MVP. Not a good pick. He had a dumb personal foul penalty. Then he gave up a home run to Jennings, who had a terrific afternoon. The best Kansas City defender, arguably, was the other corner, Trent McDuffie. Boy, is that guy a legend. But Legereus Sneed, he's a young guy. Kansas City's defense is young. He did not have a performance for the ages. Where Colin was right. I worried about San Francisco's special team and Jake Moody, his blocked PAT. Can you argue that's the only reason the game goes to overtime? That was not on the snap. That was on Jake Moody. He hit a line drive. Listen, he hit some big kicks, but between the, the butchered punt return and Moody kicking it into the line, Special teams, I had said before, were a Kansas City edge, and this block PAT may have decided the game. Where Colin was wrong. Debo Samuel, kind of surprising, was a non-factor. I thought McCaffrey and Debo would get a ton of touches to take the pressure off Brock Purdy in such a significant game, but he only had three catches, 11 targets. They took him out of the game. He got banged up. I thought he was a good semi-dark horse MVP. But again, Kansas City, pressure on Purdy, great corners. Debo was a non-factor. The best chess piece in the NFL didn't get much, uh, didn't get much light or opportunities. Where Colin was right. The Taylor Swift effect, there was no negative to it. Listen, she's fun. She's talented. She's adorable. People love her. She's winning Grammys. Travis Kelsey's winning Lombardi's. We're America. We like winning. I'd be surprised if we saw more than 40 seconds of her during the game. I know it's Valentine's week, and a lot of you lonely, angry men are sad. Don't blame Taylor Swift. She was all positive. Probably got another 12 million people to watch a gloriously fun football game. Where Colin was wrong. The Clippers are a championship team. I was wrong, really wrong. I'll say it again. Number two offense in the league. James Harden, I didn't think would work, but he's been fantastic. It is the most enjoyable offense in the league to watch. They have bench scoring. They're a half game out of the number one seed. Harden, I thought, was a weird fit. They've already got stars. Instead, he has lubricated the offense. Number two in the league, and I think they're a championship-level club. Where Colin was right? The Jets. Let go of McCole Hardman. Game-winning touchdown for Kansas City. Can we be honest about this? This is the way Belichick worked in New England. He would work 
the inferior suboptimal franchises and get players. Of course, Hardman doesn't work with the Jets. And of course, he works with Kansas City. (laughs) I just watched it and I thought, this is what great businesses and organizations do. They find undervalued pieces that may not be bedrock franchise pieces, but can be niche pieces, can be little chess pieces, can be used in situational football, and that's what the Chiefs have done with Hardman. Where Colin was right. I said Chip Kelly was unhappy at UCLA and he would leave for a coordinator job. I thought it would be an NFL coordinator job, not the Buckeyes. But if you look at the NIL Collective, which now runs college football, my guess is UCLA's collective would be around 7th or 8th best in the Big Ten. Meaning, it's very, very hard to compete. Chip Kelly had talked to him twice, loved a lot of things about UCLA, but he's not into recruiting. And the sport now is all about recruiting not only high schoolers, but recruiting your own players to stay. Multiple players after beating USC again left for the Trojans, and I think Chip Kelly saw the writing on the wall going in to the very well-capitalized Big Ten was a losing proposition for UCLA, who never treated him great or respected him enough to begin with, beat USC three times in six years. Most Pac-12 players drafted in the NFL last two. Kelly leaves for a coordinator gig. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And with that, we bring in 10 NFL seasons that a bang-up job. We love them at Fox Sports. Mark Sanchez is joining us here. You you had a really good commercial yesterday. Mr. Mr. Out there giving money to charity guy. SoCal Honda. By the way, a couple of those... uh, Guys made some grabs. Hey, those Aaron couple of good grabs. <laughs> whoa, whoa. You're not the first the person rolling. to say that. Okay, I needed one of the coaches to unhitch the trailer and run for me. I told him. I said, stretch out whatever you got to do. Let's go. We're running a go ball. Rolling seam catch No, that was route. awesome. They were great. That was fun. Um, so there's a lot of things to talk about. Um, it, one of the things, Mark, is that I, I'm always, and I want you to explain this to me. So, like, there, in the first half, Kansas City couldn't create momentum. And... We saw later in the game that Kansas City had plays that could have helped. But champions tend to be patient. And all of a sudden, you get to fourth quarter and overtime, and Kansas City's using all these yep. plays that they have stored. And I'm like, man, that's, that's hard as a staff, isn't no it? No doubt. No doubt. You get back to what really matters in those crucial moments. And we've talked about it on this set before, and you see it time and time again in these championship moments his teams revert to who they are johnny's and joe's not the x's and o's it's not just the place the decision making got sharper his awareness he just started to lock in and you saw that killer instinct that mahomes has on those last couple drives of the fourth quarter and in overtime he's eight for eight in overtime are you kidding me i mean that's like jordan that's like kobe that's like lebron like all right give him the ball he'll figure it out and 
with a coordinator who trusts him, with a defense that started to pick things up. And San Francisco, when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes, it turns into a horror flick. Okay? He's Michael Myers in Halloween. He's going to come back. You better kill him. You got to kill him and make sure he's dead. And make sure again. And then go triple check. If you let this guy hang around, he's going to ruin your Sunday. Yeah. He's going to ruin your Super Bowl yeah. and your chance to win a ring and a Lombardi trophy. That's what he does. And, you know, I thought some when he came off the field early in the game a couple times, they cut to his face and he's got the, a little bit of daze, a little deer in the headlights, okay? Brady's been like that. Kobe's been like, ah, it's not right. Something's wrong. Three and out, two times in a row. Ah, it's not right. All right, let's talk about it, Coach Nagy. Let's talk about it, Andy Reid. Let's get right here. And they find a way to figure it out. But that was the Niners' chance to win it. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the, that's the chance. you got to take that thing early. Yeah. And they had opportunities early. The punt off the heel oh, of the guy. terrible break. Absolute killer. Then they score the next play. Then the fumble. I mean, th these are like crushing blows. Plus, you have uh, no points off of a Mahomes turnover. That I mean, I God forbid huge. the guy gives you a free one. <laughs> if he gives you a free one, you better take advantage. I need at least three points. Right. At least three. That was an absolute killer. And then uh, the block PAT. The block PAT, people aren't talking about it, but you have to score at the end of the game instead of tied up. And your, your execution at the end of the game and your, your, um, um, your order of operations totally changes. Good point. Because, okay, we need six. We need seven, not... A field goal. Right. And that completely changes your outlook and your plan of attack, especially as a quarterback. You know, okay, i got to get to about the 30, and we're fine. Instead of, all right, boys, let's get down in tight, and we're going to have to take a couple shots here and see what happens. I, I don't like – I don't think it's a blame game. I just think Mahomes and Reed have done this to multiple teams. They've done it to Baltimore's. They did it years ago to Deshaun in Houston. This is what they do. I don't think it's a blame game. I will say, though, I felt going into the game that Kansas City's corners were so gifted, they would neutralize Ayuk and, and perimeter stuff. I was a little surprised that Kittle and Debo didn't get more looks. Yeah. Now, again, it's a light criticism. Is that game plan, or is it just Kansas City's defense is better than we think? No, I think Kansas City's defense is great. I think the way to neutralize those guys is to get in big personnel like um, – San Francisco did at the beginning part of the game, the early portion of the game. They were almost exclusively 21 personnel with Juszczyk, McCaffrey, Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle. So two backs, a tight end, two receivers. And it keeps them pretty basic. Make uh, Bolton, make uh, Gay and Tranquil, make those guys play the run. They're backers. Make them fit up on weak side ISO. Make them fit up on power with guards pulling in your face 40 times a game. That's what I thought the game plan was going to be. I really did. Because it neutralizes Snead and McDuffie and Reed. You don't talk about those guys. they got to fill and be the fourth hat in the run game if you're going to pound it on them, which is what I thought they were going to do. They did for a good portion of the game. They got away from it a little bit, I think, in the third quarter. You get a little pass happy. And when they did, I mean, McDuffie was all over the place. That dude, we talked about him on this set before. Yeah. That dude's a straight-up G. <laughs> he is a baller, man, and has a nose for the football. And then the other thing, I thought um, – you know, your center, your right guard, your right tackle for, for San Francisco. It's Brendel. Part of the year was Burford, and part of the year was Feliciano. Yeah. Well, Feliciano was in um, Buffalo. Yeah. Got hurt a few times, follows Dayball to uh, the Giants, then comes over to San Francisco. So a bit of a journeyman towards the end of his career had been banged up. Okay, well, that's an issue for me. Yeah. Hey, Chris Jones, get on that side. McKivitz, 
had a rough start to the year. Remember against yes, um, yes, Pittsburgh? Yep. Shanahan owned that, said I put him one-on-one with T.J. Watt way too many times. Well, what do you think T.J. Watt was thinking? This guy's going to make his first start in Pittsburgh, and they're going to drop this guy back? If they dare to drop this guy back, I will ruin his day. Boom. So T.J. Watt was all over it. Well, that whole right side plus Brendel, a little more of a journeyman in general. He's not like this, you know, all-pro center. Okay, there's some question marks over there. What do you think you're going to see? Hey, Chris Jones, go get your, your big-ass over there and go right. wreck their day, right? right? Plus, you're losing Omenihue. Omenihue went down. Nobody talked about that. He had the strip sack in the AFC Championship game against Mahomes, or against uh, Lamar Jackson, excuse yeah. me, for Kansas City. He tore his knee in the game, didn't even play. So who's going to step up? Is it Karloftis? Is it Dana? Is it Brendel? Is it, who's going to make a play? Wharton? I mean, who's going to make the play? And there it is, Chris Jones, when it mattered most, in overtime, off the right side, almost unabated on the rush. Almost unabated. Your best player shows up in the biggest moments. That's exactly what they do. Offense, defense, special teams, they find a way. And I thought San Francisco let them hang around too long. You let them hang around too long, good teams, they find a way to win. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the things you touched on is Kansas City got a huge break. The punt immediately turned to seven. When you go to overtime... You know, people can talk about the coin toss, but it worked. It's a 13 play drive. They got a first and goal, or the first to 10 at the 15. Yep. yep. And it's field goals. So there were these opportunities. It just felt like the, the difference, and it's not a knock on Purdy, but when they. No, they, they got into third and long early. Okay, they were three for 12 on the game. Right. That's right. not a winning effort on third down. That's right. But they started like one for nine or something. Two for. I mean, it was, it was bad. Go check those numbers. I'm not solid on them. Yeah. But it was a bad start on third down. Why? Well, they got penalties on first and second down. Yeah. So now you're third and 15. So defense is just sitting back there waiting for a bad throw, just waiting for yeah. a bounce, you know, waiting for something to come their way. And it was just uncharacteristic of the 49ers. But I don't care what team it is. You get into third and 15, come on, man. The, the coordinator's just like closing his eyes and pointing <laughs> at the call sheet. Like, it does, what are you going to do? You know, they, they literally, you run plays like three wide receivers on the right, one receiver on the left, and you tell these three guys, pretend you're running routes, but really you're going to block. And this guy just runs a shallow across the field. It's called a service play. Service shallow, just dump it to him, see what happens. Change field position, gain 10 yards, great, yeah. punt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they got into those situations, and it looked, it, it just throttled their offense. Yeah. All right, Mark's got video. Mark's oh, got the tape. The tape is it's elite, a- coach. Elite. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 
1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, Don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Back last 11, 12 minutes of our show. First things first with Nick Wright. I'm sure he will be nuanced (laughs) in his love for Kansas City. Um, And again, tip of the cap to San Francisco. I thought for big portions they outplayed the Niners, but I thought the Garoppolo Niner team outplayed the Chiefs for long portions. Kansas City, this is what they do. By the way, Tommy Brady's had pick sixes in Super Bowls. You find your way against Atlanta. You get your footing. (laughs) You get plays. You make an Edelman catch. This is what champions do. It's unorthodox, it's uneven, but you kind of get better as the game goes, and that's what Mahomes and Reed and Kelsey do. Um, So let's go, Mark Sanchez, for our radio audience. Uh, You got film, you got tape, and you said it was was good stuff here. Oh, great stuff. So I think some of the big themes here are understanding these crucial moments in a game. It's Mahomes to Kelsey. It's Mahomes to Rice. It's guys he trusts. Okay. Even Miko Hardman, who was there for a long time, he trusts these guys. He understands what they're going to do. Then, if you're going to play man to man against these guys and have help over the top, there's no excuse for not disrupting the timing at the snap of the ball. It's your job to go stun that guy, to go get Kelsey and jack him up for a second, go steal his purse, steal his lunch money right at the snap and freeze him just to throw off the quarterback's timing, and hopefully your rush can get home by the time things are supposed to happen. You want to disrupt the timing. So this first clip is Kelsey, fourth quarter, 
uh, third and seven. Yes. He catches the shallow cross. Yes. Well, look what they do to get him open. This is like other basketball players setting picks and everything. It's man-to-man across the board, okay? And there's a free safety deep in the middle. He's playing center field. Yeah. And then Fred Warner has Kelsey man-to-man with help over the top. Gibson's right there to help him. Yeah. So Gibson's on top. You can never get beat, Fred Warner. Right here. Go jam him. Go take a piece of him. Knock him back. Stun him for just a second to throw this whole pick game off because these two shallows are supposed to happen like two ships passing in the night. You can't leave any space between you and Kelsey. Okay, so he's eyeing up Warner, and he's not allowed to hit him anymore. He can't pick him. So you got to go to the last second and then dodge him and force Warner off the path. See what I mean? So he creates Great. a little space. That's how you create space. If you're by yourself and you don't have the picker, you do a stair step over the ball, pretending to go vertical to get the guy behind you to stutter and then run out the back door. With the picker, you guys can't leave any space. Two ships passing in the night. That is like day one, shallow cross, mesh, they call it, pick plays, all that. These guys run it to perfection in the most crucial moments. But at the beginning of the play... <laughs> I saw Tony drawing these like out routes. Well, they had a timeout. The ball can go anywhere. That's why you need to jam them. Even more reason to jam the guy at the snap, just to throw everything off. And so I thought the 49ers really missed an opportunity. And that's like, I mean, Patrick Mahomes can do that. That's a layup for him. Okay, yeah. this last play um, is, we've seen it before. It's the in and out motion. I think he said corn dog. Oh yeah, they do this in, occasionally. At the end of, uh, in his post-game interview with Tracy. So is that the name of the what well? They call it? That's I think is what he was alluding to, corn dog. But it's a, it's an idea of uh, I, I've heard it as drive return. Uh, you you hear it as an escape route. Basically, you show like you're running in and then run back out. Okay, the idea behind it. They used it last year with Sky Moore. They used it uh, last year with Kadarius Tony yep. to walk in touchdowns that Mahomes could have <laughs> thrown left handed. You know what I mean? Like he could have thrown it with his off hand. They were so open. So how do they get there? Well, you got to recognize what's going on. The R. The C is communicate it, and then you got to execute it. And these guys do RCE better than anybody in the league, especially in crucial moments. So watch. I'm going to give it to you three times here uh, on the tape. So go ahead and roll the tape. The motion at first, it looks like a trip set with the back near. So that's four receivers. So they bump over on the motion and have to adjust. The reason I think they believe that this is going to be cross-ball motion is because look at the backer on the backside who replaces Greenlaw. Yeah. I think it's Burke or whatever. Yeah. 48, he thinks he's got to run out. He's not even playing the run. Okay, now, what do they do to the run? Ignore the squiggly on the screen. What do they do to the run? Well, when you put the back near to the tight end, they're going to bend the end and tell him to sell out on McKinnon, and they're going to scrape Fred Warner over the top to cover the zone read. It's a two-way go. Okay, we've done this with Lamar on this set and talked about his triple option. Well, here comes Fred Warner to stop the second part of the triple option. Mahomes can run this. He has the ability to hand it to McKinnon or run. Right. So what does he do? Now that they screwed up the motion assignments, they think there's only two receivers on this right side because they think Miko Hardman's going the other way. There goes Bosa. There goes Warner. Oh, shoot. Logan Ryan has to play the run. So this backside action forces his eyes to look for just a second. He's already beat because there's a guy there that just reappears out of nowhere. They thought he was across the ball. Third time in two Super Bowls. Third All time wide in two. Open. And this one is very similar to those plays, but with the backfield action, it's lipstick on the pig. It's the illusion of sophistication, but we're running basic, basic concepts. And to pass that off on the goal line inside 
with an RPO for the defense is so difficult. It happens so fast. And Mark, they hid that thing and last year. They use them at the perfect time. They use them at the right time. They needed... And here's what I love about their RPO, because RPO stands for run-pass option. Right. I'd argue that every quarterback thinks it's pass-run option because you want to throw it. <laughs> but RPO can also stand for ridiculous protection options, okay? Because in the middle of the field, sometimes you've got a big 300-pound D lineman in the quarterback's face, and you're telling him, hey, read the linebacker. Don't worry about that guy we're not blocking. Don't worry about TJ Watt. Just chuck it down the field. What? But down here... It's so simple because everything's condensed in a phone booth. If anything goes wrong, just throw it out of the back of the end zone. Fall down. You're inside the five-yard line. Like, it's okay. So I feel like their usage of RPO in the right positions of the field, namely goal line, you know, tight red zone, that's where you want to use this stuff because things happen so quickly. The communication has to happen so precisely on defense. You just get picked naturally. And Kelsey did an excellent job of just widening eliminating the vision, the clear vision from Traverius Ward, who sometimes you'll see the corner come out of nowhere yeah. and meet uh, Mecole Hardman at the goal line. Yeah. He does it perfect. I mean, everybody is perfect Do with their execution. Um, I, you know, it's interesting. With Kansas City, they're so good situationally. I wonder, because there, there is a sense with Kansas City, their defense is so good, they, they don't have to win by shootout, and they kind of know it. I wonder sometimes how much time they spend just on red zone situation. I don't think I've ever yeah. seen a team. And by the way, this is a wide receiver group that led the league in drops. I know. Sky Moore, Hardman. Yeah. I mean, you tell me, when you were with the Jets um, and you're a younger quarterback, situational football is important. So important. Uh, but you guys had the run game, the defense. Yeah. I just, I watched Kansas City and I'm like, I've never seen a team this. Yeah. These are wide it's, open touchdowns in a congested space. And it's an emphasis and it's an evolution. This playbook is like a living, breathing thing that evolves over time. And the only way to be able to do that is to keep some core pieces together. The Mahomes, you know, you got to keep the center there. So you get the communication. You got to keep Kelsey there. You're going to filter through some wide receivers just based on age and, you know, a little too much tread on the tires. You got to move on from certain players. But you keep a core nucleus of guys. At key positions. At key positions. And they emphasize red zone more than anybody. I think one of the coolest nuggets, too, when you think about these crucial plays in Super Bowls, all that kind of stuff, most quarterbacks are right-handed. Andy Reid is a West Coast guy. All the way back to Bill Walsh with Montana, Steve Young, uh, opposite of Steve Young because he was a lefty. But he would never roll Montana to the left, almost never because he doesn't want his right shoulder exposed to the defense immediately. And when you get hit, boom, you take a helmet right there, there goes your season. Montana's gone, we're done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before Steve Young got there, obviously. But all these plays seem to happen to the right. The defense is left. I don't know how many times the defense practices that. <laughs> it's not the boundary corner. It's not this matchup. It's not that. No. Sean McVay did it to Cooper Cup into the boundary on the right hash to the right. Matt Stafford, right-handed quarterback. Uh, Hunter Renfro with... Uh, with uh, Clemson a couple years ago. It's the same little escape route. People use it. Now he just dressed it up, put a little sizzle on it, you know, what you won the Super Bowl with it. What you've shown us, Mark, uh, throughout the course of the year, and it's interesting, is I remember having a conversation with a former Raiders safety. And I, and I was working in Tampa, and I forget if he retired there or something. And I said, you know, what's it like um, to face Bill Walsh in Montana? He said, it's infuriating. He said, they run 12 plays. Yep. That's it. Yeah.
but they run them so well so out of well. six sets. He goes, I can't tell you how many times I've been beaten by half a step with Jerry Rice. Yep. And it's just like, when I feel like with Kansas City, their trick plays, that's the third time I've seen yeah. this. They do the same thing where they leak the back out the opposite way, and it looks like man-to-man -to, -man to the right. Like it's They have so many counters off of it, but it's this illusion of sophistication, and they execute it so precisely. I think you can't say enough about Andy Reid. Are you kidding me? He's done it with McNabb, uh, Vic, Kevin Cobb, uh, Jeff Garcia. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, like he's Alex taking Smith, these guys, yeah. Alex Smith, he's taking these guys to new heights. Everybody seems to play better with the guy. Why is that? He's done it with multiple franchises. So um, that is, that's impressive stuff. By the way, Kelsey Andy Reid bump didn't bother me at all. No, listen, he's done a good job. Remember, Kelsey used to get a ton of penalties early. He's really matured. He's had, he's had fights at practice. He blew his gasket. He blew it. He just lost his cool for a second because he wanted to be in the game. He was pissed that they subbed him out. They had one yard. So he was like, get me in the effing game. You know, get me in the game. And he went a little too far and bumped him. And, but here's how I know that they have such a good bond. Because he didn't take it personal. You get into these red line situations. You know, the engine's revved up all the way. You're right. red line in that car. These guys stay cool. Andy Reid had to change. Hey, you don't challenge me. You're benched for the next quarter. It's not personal. I, I know Travis. Andy Reid. I know him. I know what he wants. He wants to win the game. It's all good. We're going to be fine. Yeah. And, and he is steady Eddie, man. He's taking some guys in with, you know, questionable stuff off the field, and he just you know, plugs them in, gets them to work, gets them to perform, show up on Sunday. I think that's it. part of great coaching, Steve Kerr, Phil Jackson, uh, Andy Reid, part of great coaching is understanding these are 23, 25, 27-year-old oh, yeah. alpha males. The key is, is it about the team? He wasn't yelling, no. hey, my girlfriend flew in from Tokyo. <laughs> no, no, no. He's yelling. It's not about that. Coach, he just wants to win. And he knows it's not personal. Here's the other thing. You're, all gonna get, you're not all going to get treated equally, but I will treat you fairly. <laughs> That's Andy Reid. That's good coaching. Not everybody's equal on the team. It's not, you're a teammate. You're part of the team, but I'm going to treat people fairly. So he knows how to handle those guys. Well, Mark, you've been uh, phenomenal all year. We're not only losing football. We probably lose Mark for a few months. We'll be back. A Maybe a little free agency. Thank you. Maybe a little college college quarterbacks coming not up. A little. I'll take, we got a lot, lot of discussions. A lot of, lot of discussions. If we can keep J-Mac on the rails, though. Yeah. I mean, he's already tired of the Chiefs. He's like the change the song every 20 seconds guy. Yes. Come on, man. <laughs> See you tomorrow. It's the hurt. Hi, let's talk about. Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.